That was uh, Jacob on the guitar for, I think, the first time in his life. Yeah, that's it? pretty impressive. Second time. Second time. Oh, all right. On the righty guitar, still, he's a lefty. Still impressive. It was also, yeah, he was playing it upside down. That's what Jimi Hendrix did, so <laughs> I've got uh, potential. <laughs> Jacob is our guest this week. Jacob, do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, name's Jacob. Cross-country track. Mechanical engineering major. Favorite pizza slice. Fa- favorite pizza topping is uh, pepperoni. <laughs> What are you wearing right now? Khakis. <laughs> <laughs> and that's uh, that's the intro. This is Carnegie Natural. I'm Tim. I'm Josh. I'm Liam. And I'm Eddie. Naked. Afraid. Uncut. Unedited. Unfiltered. Unsaturated. Unsolicited. Unadulterated. Yeah. Yeah. for. Jacob's a listener uh, of this podcast. Yeah, so Jacob, how many of our podcast episodes have you listened to? I've listened to the first three. However, at the end of this week, I will listen to at least two more. Interesting. So you'll be at five. You That's know, correct. You know, most most people who are like familiar with our podcast, specifically me, uh, think that the most recent episodes have been pretty good. Uh, I'd okay. say there's been constant improvement as we've gone along. Yeah, you've, you've mm-hmm. almost reached season three already. Like. That's right. We're actually we're in season three. So we discussed last week that every season uh, ends uh, when Josh has a surgery. Yeah. Uh, okay. so or anyone, anyone, or anyone has a surgery. Yeah. So far, it's been Josh uh, two times. So we're in season three, uh, episode two, okay. and uh, maybe a season finale. Who knows what next? <laughs> <laughs> Anything could happen. Yeah, it adds some excitement to the format. So um, let's get right into it. With, uh, <laughs> your job at Gaudoro. <laughs> That's L guy. L guy. I have other jobs, you know. I have a career. <laughs> No, but this is what the people want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They've been asking about this. Jacob, Jacob's a real adult with a real job, but he yeah. also happens to work on Sundays at our local eatery on campus. Which we spent about 25 minutes talking about in the last episode of this podcast. Oh, um, boy. El Gallo de Oro and all the ins and outs. Yeah. Jacob, can I ask uh, just a rough estimate? Over the four years you attended CMU, how many times ballpark do you think you have eaten at Gallo? How many pounds of beans? So, <laughs> just how many meals? How many meals? So, I'll give you, you want the full story or just the partial story? Just oh, the full, full story. Thing. So, my <laughs> first year, time. of four years at Carnegie Mellon, I went to Ogao de Oro exactly zero times. It was Ooh. sad. Dang. But somebody know. told me, a wise senior, that I should not go to El Gallo at all my first year. And that way I'd have something to look forward to the second year. <laughs> and so lo and behold, one day, a certain Jared Moore said, Jacob come to Gaia. And so I went to Gaia. And it was pretty good, I have to tell you the truth. And then I started having going to Gaia every Friday. And then every Tuesday and Friday. Then every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Then every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then I had to find days not to go to Gaia. Were Tuesday and Thursdays your holy days? Like Yeah, I, couldn't go. I tried to go in other places. But my last two years at school, I went to Gaio every day, without a doubt. <laughs> exactly <laughs> once per day. No more, no less. What's the go-to order? I get the same thing. Uh, burrito on white quesadilla. On white tortilla, excuse me. I get my Spanish confused. 
uh, white rice, <laughs> pinto beans, regular chicken, and cheese. That's it. It's kind of a weak order. Interesting. But if you're going to have it every day, you can't be doing like guacamole and salsa and shredded <laughs> beef. That just gets to your stomach. I mean, the salsa is just water. Yeah. I think the salsa is kind of good. It's kind of um, spicy. You know, a lot of people would say that the uh, the appeal of gallo is their li- their wide selection of vegetables. Yes. <laughs> I, I noticed that you didn't get any vegetables. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I have a... A uh, diet similar to certain someone we know <laughs> who first eat exclusively protein. I get the uh, I get the apple on the side. That's no, not no churro. If you've seen what we do to the churros, you wouldn't eat them either. Oh, <laughs> oh man! So, yeah, that transitions into your current relationship okay. with El Gallo, where uh, you work for them. That's uh, right. Specifically how, behind the cash register. That's how did great. how did you land that job? Uh, I was basically had no food. This year, so I went to Gaia, and the guy said, "We need your help. You want to work here?" And I said, "Well, I don't know, maybe." And then he said, "Good. I'll see you tomorrow, ten <laughs> thirty." <laughs> then I showed up at ten forty-five, and I was the first person there. <laughs> so. Yeah. Do you get the new like you have we all have the old Gaio shirt from freshman year, but like you wear that as your uniform. But they so have not the updated. No, yeah. So they, the they had a, a shortage of new uniforms. So for the first my first couple shifts I wore the old school shirt. But we were able to get in a new shipment of advanced uh you know cutlery. Technology. <laughs> yes, cutlery attire. It's kind of like a gown almost. The, yeah. The one too. So like if I show up at Gaia, like will you let me take a water cup? Uh, it depends see the thing about the thing the difference between Gaio and other places is Gaio is really owned by that one guy you know uh huh and like if you steal from Gaio you steal from him and he's a hard working businessman trying to make him in America you know live the American dream and so you steal from him I'm not I'm not stealing from him but I want a a cup for water yeah (laughs) all he wanted is a cup you paid about eight dollars for your meal and you kind of want a water to go with it (laughs) in most states it's a law that you have to give it to the person not a guy and (laughs) for everything he's like ever since this rule came about I can't I can't give or like recycle uh, biodegradable cups he's like they're too expensive you can't have a cup for water but in a more angry way like it's my fault that I somehow we all collectively protested to have biodegradable plastic. Yeah, organs. the university is really getting on his case about that. I had to buy bio- biodegradable forks too. Oh, he did hold out on that last semester. He had regular forks. Yeah, not good. It's a bummer. Do you, do you have to pay for a water cup then? Like, what does he charge? I just like I just two fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> Same as a Mountain Dew. <laughs> So let's talk about your experience thus far working there. Okay. How has it been? I've had a great time. Yeah. So here's here's one of the things about Gaio that this is a true this is true. Not many people know. I don't know the exact details, but he the guy somehow has a deal with like the jail something. He hires people who have been in jail. Like that's what they they did you know armed robbery, aggravated assault, whatever, and now they're looking for a career outside of that. So he brings them on. And they have bad work ethics. And so that's why they get fired so often. 
Yeah, I always I see different ones every every week. Yeah, they come and they go very quickly. Has he talked about having issues with employee turnover? Absolutely. I'm already the best worker. There's isn't there that one guy? That one guy's been there for a while. Yeah, Malik. I don't know. Yeah, he's he's the only guy who hasn't been fired. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I guess it's it's tough to to run a business, and it's it's tough when your guys are drinking on the job. You know. Wow, that's a <laughs> bombshell accusation here on Carnegie <laughs> no, 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 it, it's true. I've seen it. It's tough when like a new guy comes in and he starts dishing out the beans, and then he gets fired later that week. And so, like you know, you don't you like you don't know who's reliable to give you the best amount of food. That's true. Like the best badge. Does that happen? Like people are fired for giving out too no, much No, food? not for, they don't get fired for giving out too much, <laughs> oh, but some uh, people that come in give more food than others naturally. Yeah. Right. And I want those people to stay. Yeah. And like kind right. of like a natural selection kind of thing, really artificial really selection. Fine, I'm like really rude in that they keep this job, but then they, they get out and then, I don't know, I get I guess less food. I haven't been to Gaio this year, this semester so far. I've been all, yeah. ex- all exchange and taste of India. Dude, taste is good. Mm. I had taste for dinner actually yesterday, and like I filled up my tray like super high, and I had eaten chipotle earlier in the day, so I had consumed I consumed like maybe a pound of rice yesterday. It was it was like it was disgusting. Are you familiar with what I call the triple threat? <laughs> I, I am. <laughs> triple threat Tuesdays. Let me just say Wednesday uh, bathroom breaks. <laughs> that was a day. You know, I don't know, like wipe your ass Wednesdays. <laughs> If you, you were lucky if you had something left away. I don't think what, it's... What's well, the third element? What's the triple, third one? It, what is it? it? Explain Triple okay, Threat Okay, so Triple Threat Tuesday. The police. <laughs> They're on to us. <laughs> they go down. So it's, uh, it's full quantity overload, you know. Basically, you start the morning off with a Shats breakfast. Yeah. All-you-can-eat Pe- buffet. Right. People are not always aware that Shats is open weekdays from 7.30 to 10.30. And it's it's pretty good. I mean, you got to wake up for it and you got to go, but it's good. What is your what is your meal of choice? So I always get, if they have French toast, they get the French toast. Okay. Smart. Then uh, waffles, because you get to make the waffles fresh. Mm. Pancakes are okay, but sometimes they break like a chip because yeah. they've been sitting out all day. <laughs> I've had um, those ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just put them in your mouth and crunch <laughs> not a good thing so get the pancakes or whatever eggs all the time unless you have the uh, courage to ask for an omelet <laughs> that was great that woman who clearly hates her life more than anyone I've ever met and just hey can I have an omelet fine <laughs> so you get that you know get that going for you there's always sausage bacon you know fruit whatever yogurt do we, do they have the waffle machine for breakfast they, they did when I was there. Oh, not last semester. Yeah, the, the semester, waffle machine yeah. was got uh, rid of it. removed. How dare they? Yeah. I don't even know. Do yeah. they even have an Dark omelet times. station anymore? They, they don't even have they ice cream brunch. anymore. For brunch, they do. I've never been there for brunch, actually, this year. Yeah, so no, no ice cream. Not since the renovation. All right, so that's that's breakfast yeah. slash brunch. Right. Uh, what comes next? Uh, next is Gaio. All right, we, we heard about that. You dated me. Burrito, as always. As always. And the dinner taste of India. Yeah. Uh, all you can eat Indian buffet up to 1.5 pounds. <laughs> I have never had a problem with 1.5 pounds, but Nico has. Uh, shout out to Nico. Shout, yeah. out, to Nico, yeah. shout out to Chico. <laughs> uh, 
I think the trick there is to just only put food on one side of your tray. If you put it on the mm. lid, and mm. then they'll yell at you. Yeah, then you can't close it and hide what right. you've done. And then they're going to charge you like a dollar extra for every like ounce. Yeah, gram you go over or something. <laughs> and so, yeah, don't get the bone chicken because that takes up a lot of room. And, it and has it's heavier. Yeah. And it's heavier. So get the tikka masala or the chicken curry. Yeah, Words of wisdom. Yeah. So that's triple threat Tuesday. What about Thursday? Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, every day is Thursday. Every day is Tuesday. Every, every wait, day is wait, wait. I thought, I thought you didn't go to Gaio on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Oh, so, so I didn't? But then, then he did. Yeah, that's and then right. I did. So, so that's for the last good. two years of his career, he yeah. went every day. So triple threat became a thing once you had the everyday regimen of Gaio. Uh, yes. Yeah. Then, then I was convinced to attend Chats Tuesdays and Thursdays. For dinner. Right. Yeah, for the, the glory of General Tiso's chicken. Asian Asian food. That's right. On Tuesdays and Thursdays. <laughs> Thursdays was like chicken tilapia. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Or jalapeno mac and cheese. Jalapeno <laughs> <laughs> mac and cheese. Well, that's a throwback to when the schedule was predictable. Right. That's they true. had the same three-week rotation. Yeah. yeah. Same 12 meals. Yeah. And you could you could know what it was. Yeah. So was now they just make chicken. What... Yeah. What uh, what food place did you go to more, Gaia or Shats? So, I went to Shats exclu- exactly eleven times a week, and Gaia. <laughs> so Shats is five weekday breakfasts, like seven thirty, ten thirty, two weekday brunches on the weekends, um, and then four dinners Monday through Thursday. So that's like staple one. So it's you know eleven Shatses, seven Gaios. And then three Taste of India's. Wait, if you went to brunch on the weekends, how did you go? Did you get Gaio for dinner those days? I got Gaio for lunch. <laughs> what? <laughs> after after eating an all-you-can-eat buffet at Shats. Yeah, I, so I always got to Shats at exactly 10.30. Oh. Like, post, post, I always went on the morning run. A late lunch? Hmm. I would get 10.30 breakfast. Yeah, it's still kind of breakfast. You, you, know, you just ran, you're hungry. Like 2.30, 2.45 Gaio. Yeah. And then Taste of India like 7.30. That's good and don't forget the mango uh, lassi drink at Taste of India. Well, are you using blocks? Because that comes yeah. with a block. Yeah. Mm. There you go. With your RA meal plan. You had oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. You know, I busted some guy using that on himself uh, last time at Gaia. He just handed me the card. Like, oh, can I buy like this? The RA meal plan card? I knew he was an RA. I called him out for it. <laughs> Wait, so what was the problem? So, are you an RA? Card? You get a special card. Uh-huh. And it's like, oh, hey, resident, want to go out and, like, grab coffee or something? I'll use my card. That never happens. <laughs> it's just $250 of Dynex <laughs> that you can use. So I, everyone just uses it for themselves. Is It's a separate card? Or yeah, it's a separate card. So and it, it says like RA card on it. Huh. Interesting. So what is the, uh, like, how do they pay you for being an RA, I guess? Is it, <laughs> Generously. <laughs> Are you mostly just paid in dining dollars? Is that well? You get you get a salary. Okay, so you're so, actually getting money. Yeah, and it, money. it is like let me just say the school spends way too much money on its residential education. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get, you get free housing, right? Well, so you pay for housing normally. Oh, you do. Yeah, you get, you, but you get paid more than the housing. But you get paid a certain amount of money. Okay, so like if you live in Donner, Donner's cheap. Mm-hmm. You end up getting more money than if you live in like Roselawn, which is more expensive. Interesting. That's how that works. It's kind of, it's kind of unfair, I guess. But then well, you get to live in Roselawn. Yeah, I mean, you set. have to choose. You don't choose where you are in RA. Oh, okay. Can you choose to 
go back to the same place? No. Okay. That's that's weird. It's pretty weird. Yeah. I feel like you should have a choice. Once you get in, you should be like, I don't know. Whatever. I'm sure there's reasons for it, why they don't. It's almost Mm -hmm. like you develop a culture that's set by... Where you Some going? RA, yeah. upperclassmen versus the residents themselves. I, mean, I don't know. Were you an RA sophomore year or just? I was not. I applied, but I did not get in. Damn, it's tough. It's cutthroat business. <laughs> <laughs> so, now that you've graduated from Carnegie Mellon, all right, <laughs> what is it? What is your eating schedule currently? Yeah, uh, you know how you no longer have access to these fine well, dining he does. locations. He does. Well, yeah, right. Well, so now that I work at El Gallo. I can get at least one free meal a day, which is a good thing. Wait, yeah. when you, the day that you work there, or when yeah, every, <laughs> I mean, it depends who's working, but yeah. I can usually go up there and just get food. Interesting for free. That's that's cool. Sometimes it's impressive. Yeah, and so I basically just I earlier you said when you're stealing from from Senor Gallo, it's <laughs> it's coming from Senor Gallo's pocket. Yeah, it's coming from his pocket. <laughs> that's okay. It's a small price to pay for his number one employee. <laughs> 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 so then you go to Gaia. Where else? Right. Are you? Well, sometimes I go to Taste of India. Oh, okay. Like sometimes I just want food now. You know, I mean my my diet now is nothing. I have the same thing for breakfast and the same thing for lunch, and the dinner is just like pasta and hamburgers. It's pasta and special. hamburgers. Yeah. Same time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need your protein, your carbohydrate. But what about your what about your your, uh, your vegetables? I just your fiber. I have carrots, raisins, spinach. Oh, yeah. mm. It's like normal. It's nothing. It's nothing noteworthy. So you you're starting to cook. Right? Yeah, I mean, I'm a average twenty three year old cook. Like I make some normal foods. It's not that exciting. Oh, but it is. When I when <laughs> I travel, it is. Because then I use the company card. Ooh. Outback Steakhouse. Yes. <laughs> By myself. <laughs> Nothing quite like just earning a nice 12-ounce sirloin <laughs> while you sit on your computer and watch YouTube. I don't know So, Jacob, I've heard that you do quite a bit of traveling for work. That's correct. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Sure. What do you want to know? Where do you travel to? I've been to, like... So, you know how there are a lot of interesting places in the United States? Yeah. So, let's say, like, Texas, for example. you got, like, Houston... Dallas, you know, big cities. I go to this part of the state that isn't the interesting part. <laughs> like the gas station and like Super 8 motel part of the state. And so, yeah, most places are the same. They're pretty boring. Interesting. Hmm. Have, you, have you met any, uh, any interesting locals or... You leave behind any illegitimate children? <laughs> I have not. Told, yeah, that's what, that's what we're trying to do. I've been told to get on the Tinder game. Uh, that could be a good idea, but... We'll see. Um, now, I've talked to a lot of people with interesting accents. Really? Yeah. Like what? Like, you know, the southern drawl mm. and like your northern Minnesota, you know, Minnesota, that type <laughs> of stuff, you know? Uh-huh. Like, and you got your, like, your southern Texas, you're like, hey, Mississippi, like, that state sucks, man. Like, Alabama's way better than that. But people who talk like that. So that's always cool. How many... How many states have you been to for traveling, for work? I've been to, I'll just name them, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Maryland, 
Delaware, Minnesota, Michigan, Alabama, Louisiana, Texas. Well, he's really Utah, Utah, Texas again, Louisiana again, Alabama again, uh, Mexico, and Canada. Canada. Yeah. Two great U.S. states, right? There. <laughs> Where in Canada did you go? I went to Vancouver, Canada. Oh, that's right. Yeah, which yeah, turns yeah. out is really nice. It's beautiful. Apparently, like, it's just way better than most other places. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I've, I've heard it, I've heard good things. Definitely better than Shreveport, Louisiana. We'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really thought Shreveport was up there. Yeah, <laughs> yo, yo, Shreveport. They got the nicest casinos, man. <laughs> they also got a gas station. <laughs> and a subway. So, so what exactly are you doing on these trips? So, my job title is called Field Service Engineer. Basically, because people don't read instruction manuals, I have a job. <laughs> so, like, for example, see, like, this microphone has a red light on it. You know, that probably means that it's powered on. One of our products has a red light, but that doesn't mean it's powered on. Everyone thinks that it does. So they call, like, oh, we need someone here now, blah, blah, blah. Like, we'll pay anything. So then I go down, and I'm like, oh, your thing's not working. Uh, let me reset it. Like, oh, oh, we didn't know it did that. And then it works. And then I just leave. <laughs> or they're like, yo, 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 we need someone here now. And the thing, like, got dropped into the furnace. <laughs> it's like ashes. Like, yo, so, so can you fix it, man? No, you need to buy a new one. But, like, that's covered under warranty, right? Not if you drop it into a hot of boiling magma. <laughs> like, oh, well, crap. And then I leave anyway. <laughs> There's nothing I can do about it. Goes back to the Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> that's that's like ninety percent of it, you know. So has your CMU education prepared you well for this, or is it pretty much common sense? So it has not prepared me at all. Which is fine. It's just street smarts gets you through. Right, right. You gotta like you just gotta know. So you you know how like if you're in business or restaurants, the customer is always right. That's what they say. Like, oh, the customer wants this. I learned the customer is always wrong. Whatever they say is just totally wrong. They tell you all this nonsense, and don't believe it because they're trying to trick you. <laughs> so, my first couple jobs, the guy's like, oh no, man, like you got to do this, you got to do that, and I listened to him, and it was a big mistake because you got to stay there until the job's done. So I was in Cleveland, supposed to be one day, two days, three days, four days. It was bad. Because they kept on screwing yeah, it up. Yeah, they kept just messing it up. Interesting. What's so, how so, do they? It's like it's like a product, right? Like yeah, the thing product. that you're fixing is like. Yes. What is, what is the product again? So we have a lot of products. Okay. Um, I'll just name like the two generic ones. So one of them goes on top of smokestacks, and I don't mean like on the middle, like on the top, and it measures the smoke, like it's called the opacity. So basically, like. If you're looking at 1900s Industrial Revolution, like black smoke, that's high opacity, kills the environment, kills trees, blah, blah, blah. And like white mist, that's low opacity. You know, the EPA won't find you for that. So our little thing reads the opacity. And yeah, usually it gets struck by lightning. (laughs) (laughs) I have to go up there and say like, yeah, good thing. It struck by lightning. It's broken. I'm sorry. That's what happens when you put a metal box on top of... 300 foot stack <laughs> in the middle of Iowa. Oh, I forgot to mention Iowa. 
<laughs> yeah, not much going on there. Do you ever get to climb to the top of the smokestack? That's thing? like all that I do. Really? Yeah. Is, so, do you get any cool views? Have you ever fallen? I mean, if, if like, I hope that's cool, then yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that'd be a pretty fun job to just be like seeing rural America. From, yeah, I mean, it's from it's high like, up. Like, oh, where's the outback this time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's always something. <laughs> so that's the first product. What was the second one? Yeah, the other one is a thermal imager. So they want like like steel plants. You know, they're churning out steel. And it basically it scans and creates a thermal image of the entire steel bar or whatever. That one's less interesting. Usually that's the one that it'll like get dropped into a pot of boiling magma. And it's like cooked to a crisp. They're like, so uh, was the Ethernet still working? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> the main board is just not even there. Like, it's probably in somebody's like steel beam. You know? <laughs> So, that's, uh, I guess you see some pretty interesting industrial plans. As, yeah, it's usually pretty grungy, you know. It's not like you're, you're wearing a nice collar shirt. And, like, you gotta, you get dirty. And it's really hot. Like, sometimes you drink water, you don't even have to pee. You just sweat it all out. <laughs> you're next to this hot, like, boiling furnace where the scanner has just been dropped into. It's 200 degrees Celsius, and you just sweat it all out. That's what happens every time. <laughs> Wow. So are you uh, are you thinking you're going to stay in it for the long haul? Or? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Work for Gaia in the long haul, too? Uh, <laughs> we'll see about that. Really? I, I would have thought that Gaia would be the for sure long well, That's haul. what I was talking about. <laughs> you want to take over the business and become Senor Ultimately, Gaia. Yeah. Senor, Senor Gaia. Gaia. <laughs> I'd be like Joe's dog stand. Uh, you, right, you know right, Joe? Be, yeah. Is he gone? He's gone. What? Yeah, the yeah. man the man who used to sell hot dogs on CMU campus, uh, he became a manager for a Jimmy John's on Forbes. You're joking. And so he doesn't serve the hot dogs Wait, anymore. Wait, I was going to buy Squirrel Hill. The other day, I think it might be that one, yeah. he delivered a Jimmy John's sandwich to our upstairs neighbors. And I was like, I've seen that guy many times before. <laughs> Why is he delivering a Jimmy John's sandwich? <laughs> the hot dog, man. I still have a free, he still owes me a free hot dog. <laughs> he owes you a free Jimmy John's yeah, now. Get it. He's got to pay me. I don't know what to say. I have gotten a free hot dog. He's got pretty good toppings. Oh, this has been a long time coming. Yeah. Woo! Uh, mama. Thank God. Dude, I've been, we've been talking about podcast farts like for like weeks. They don't yeah. happen too often, but... That should. wasn't even a good one, but it's going to get the ball rolling. Yeah. <laughs> Farts are contagious, I hear. <laughs> Everyone's trying. <laughs> Everyone's trying to squeeze. I don't have Gaio today, so. Uh, well, what I'd, are you doing, Jacob? <laughs> if Sorry, Gaio. What? <laughs> what could you possibly have eaten today? A sandwich from Aldi. <laughs> uh, Aldi sandwiches. Well, like you know, stuff that you buy from Aldi. Is Aldi your preferred uh, grocer? Uh, it's Nico's. Um, so, so Nico goes to Aldi. Well, he makes me drive him there. <laughs> That's tough. I'll do anything for attention. Nico. Would you have a preferred grocery store? Um, I really like the prestige of the Giant Eagle and Fox Chapel. Uh-huh. There's something about driving up to that, parking next to Mercedes Benz, <laughs> having a conversation with a mom you knew from high school, uh, buying some really, really overpriced cereal. But it's the prestige. Like, I'm in Giant Eagle at Fox Chapel. So that's that's where I usually go. 
<laughs> all the way over to there. Or yeah, it's home. not close. Is the like, Giant Eagle like nicer than like the Market District one? Because that's close by and it's very nice. Oh man, that one is like for plebeians. Yeah, this one is huge, and it's probably more expensive, which means it's better. Interesting philosophy. Yeah. I, like I, I said, I can, get, the, I can get behind that. You know, the, the BMW Giant Eagle. I mean, you know, whatever, man. Yeah. <laughs> Great place to meet new people, catch up. Or more like meet the people that you knew years ago. Yeah, that's true. Do you like, so you're kind of like out of college, all your high school friends, I imagine, or people you knew in high school are like out of college. Are you guys like, you have this like some kind of five year reunion coming in. Like, are you gonna go to that? Like, uh, you're in town. I, I I probably will. I'll yeah. I don't see why not. You know. Hopefully, my stock's been going up since high school, not down. <laughs> <laughs> Make a couple moves here or there. See what happens. High high school matters now, by the way. Really? Yeah. After out out of college. It's the thing that you just completed doesn't matter. Mm. Oh, I've so heard that you, from other people. Right. So it must be true. So, yeah. yeah. So is middle school still relevant, though? Middle school, to me, is like elementary school to you guys. <laughs> it counts. It's something. You know, that, that gym class mile that you guys did? That I'm not saying it doesn't matter, but it's just not, not to the level that high school is for me. So now that high school matters for you, Jacob, uh, let's, let's talk about high school. What do you want to know? I'll what? answer any question. <laughs> I heard that you were, you've told me this, that you were a bully. Not Maybe not in high school, but in grade school. That is true, actually. I didn't, <laughs> yeah, I definitely bullied people. In, in what ways? Like physically, psychologically? Um, Their parents? like not, not, not good ways. Not ways that I'm proud of. But I always had a theory that like, bullying makes somebody feel bad. That's, that's how it works. But it makes the bully feel better than the person who's being bullied feel worse. So it's a net good. It's a net good. <laughs> like, you make somebody feel bad, but that makes you feel better. So that's what it all comes down to. And so usually just, you know, it is what it is. That's, uh, that's capitalism as fine. <laughs> yeah. What's, as, a, as a kid, what's the worst thing you did to another kid? Ah. Uh, I did... Hmm... I definitely did some definitely not good things. There were some people who were were probably they were not particularly gifted intellectually, and I definitely made them aware of that in the cruelest ways. And also got laser pointers banned at our school. <laughs> How does one get laser pointers banned? Uh, you shine them at the bus driver when he's driving. Oh my god! And, and people are yelling, "Snipers! Call the daddy! Get down!" I mean, the bus driver is just trying to drive, you know? <laughs> they don't have time for that. <laughs> like, they see a laser, like, they're looking up to see if they can switch lanes, and there's just a laser in their mirror. Like, it's not safe, you know? You were on the bus? When yeah. You Why? I rode the bus, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, parents these you, days... You couldn't walk to school. Come on. <laughs> parents, like, they're driving their kids to school. Like, where'd you learn all your bad stuff? Probably no. on the bus, you know? <laughs> Why did you shine the laser pointer while you were on the bus, <laughs> distracting the driver who the has kids. your life in his I was his bullying hands. these kids, shining them in their eyes, making them think that they were, like, being tracked by the CIA. And bullying the bus driver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, that is true, though. I, I, I was just, definitely mean. I just sounds like definitely a Definitely said wish. bad things. You remember the game Doodle Jump? 
Yeah, then, yeah. There was this kid who had an iPod Touch and Dual Ooh, Jump. That's and big back in elementary yeah. school. Mm-hmm. And he said I could play, and then he said I couldn't play, and so every day I attacked his chin, like in a weird way. <laughs> Wait, what? Like, he attacked his chin. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, Jacob, stop! <laughs> no, I'm playing Doodle Jump. <laughs> yeah, and then the other thing that I did was crawl to the back of the bus, go under the seats, because I was real skinny, and just crawl underneath all the way to the front. And I stopped every time there was somebody in the seat, boy or girl. And just poof, like pe- peered out from under the seat and just let them know I was there. And the girls got pretty unhappy about that, as you could guess. Because <laughs> that, that ever cause any issues? No, not really. I mean, you're in elementary school, like yeah. anything like seventh grade, you know. middle school. Right? <laughs> yeah, but everyone did crazy stuff. People were fighting. I was not the bad kid. I was just one of the bad kids. <laughs> you know, other people got in trouble. What are some of your fonder memories from? Uh, any any of this time period, elementary school, middle school. One, definitely really one mean thing that I said yeah. um, was that one of the first cross country races in seventh grade, we were going up against North Allegheny, huge school, hundreds of people, and I was like next to a bunch of parents, coaches, whatever, and the course was at Hartwood Acres is about three k, and there's this very 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 large overweight girl running the race, and clearly in last place, she was probably a, maybe half a mile no like a quarter of a mile in already in last place very overweight and I yelled you're halfway done <laughs> and all these parents looked at me like who is this punk but then she started sprinting <laughs> out of nowhere and then she walked like a minute later I don't even know if she finished but I looked yeah, back yeah she made her waste all her energy it was just I felt bad about it but not really <laughs> it was kind of funny what about like when uh, I don't know there's some that time where you were in, you were in high school and you're like kind of managing a race or something like that. And there's the two kids fit, like trying to finish, and one of them is in. Oh yes, that was when I was in like 11th or 12th grade, but it was at the uh, Fox Chapel Middle School Invite, and and these kids like in middle school races they just pile them all in. Like there's no heats, there's no none of this, none of that. It's just let let them play. Yeah, it's like the start line is Narnia. You know they're all charging down the field. And, like, I was working the finish, and this one kid was, like, he was booking it, you know. And this other kid, he was booking it, too. And so the kid, in, like, in Sperry's, was gunning down this kid in soccer cleats. <laughs> and my theory is that the kid in Sperry's, like, and this is to get 350th place or whatever. This, you're not getting the medal. But the kid in Sperry's, like, he just forgot his shoes, he wanted to race, whatever, doesn't matter. Get in soccer cleats. I thought it was a good idea to wear like Adidas soccer cleats and a cross country meet, which is clearly not. Like, there's pavement, you know, there's mud. It's a disaster. But that was a middle school race, and I was in high school, like, officiating. Yeah. And so, yeah. But middle schoolers, they'll do anything. <laughs> you know? So is that your job in high school? You you refereed? No, it was like it was like one meet that okay. we had to go and help out for. Did you have any high school jobs? I had many high school jobs. Interesting. So Eddie came to my pool one time. That's right. That was a that was a story. 
When I came or when you worked there? Both, but mostly when you came. What happened when I came? Everything happened. Uh, That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of something that didn't happen while you guys were there. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> so, basically, I was managing the pool that day. I got a text message from Hunter Harshhorn. Shout out to Hunter Shout out to, yeah, yeah, yeah. to Gunther. And he said, like, yo, Jacob, I hope you've been doing good. I don't even think I had his number. And he said, like, it was in the summer. And he said, you think there's a day we could come down to the pool, like, sometime when you're available? And I responded, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever, anytime. And about 20, 20 minutes later, I see some guy who looks a lot like Mark Moody <laughs> walking up the parking Shout lot. Shout out to Mark Moody. <laughs> it was him. And then began the craziest day of all time. No, it was not that crazy. But Hunter was doing like double backflip off the diving. This is a family pool. There's yeah, no I, one. I remember this. The there's other, no one. It was primarily just children, their parents, and us who are like, you know. <laughs> Yeah, twenty-year-old-ish year old, right? Who begins? Um, I remember Jared like making some kid cry on the basketball court. <laughs> he like pushed him over somehow for a ball. I don't even know. Uh, the girl at the snack bar was really attracted to Evan Larrick. Um, Shout out Evan Larrick. She was probably fifteen. He was twenty-one. <laughs> Yikes! Because the next day she said, "Who's your friend with the back tattoo?" I did. I did not finish the conversation. And then Sam Constant, uh, like, cut her foot on some glass. And there was blood everywhere. I sent one of the lifeguards to, like, take care of it. He did not take care of it. He somehow made it worse. She was making a big deal out of it. It was bad. I was in charge. And then my mom wanted to come to the pool that day. The pool was bumping. I did not need my mom to come to the pool. How many, how many friends did you have at the pool? It was, the pool list was Eddie, Mark Moody, Jared, Hunter, Hunter's friend Jasper. <laughs> Jasper. Jasper's great. Who I don't know. I really miss that Jasper. Yeah. And Sam Constant. And Evan Larrick. And Evan Larrick. It was a lot of people. And your mom. And like and 100 kids. <laughs> and the, yeah, the thing is, there are a lot of kids. I mean, a lot of kids and parents. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a lot of them. And like, you just don't see people at the age of 20 going to this pool at all. Yeah. Unless they're working. Well, I mean, it sounds like you just described a pretty bad day. <laughs> a lot of rough stuff happened. I, yeah. I, I had a good day. Yeah. <laughs> I had a lot of fun at the pool. I'm, I'm glad you did. We it's, played. We played all kinds of stuff. We, I mean, you know, we played in the pool. We played some like pool games. We got stuff at the snack bar. We played. Uh, we played the the Marco Polo. Paddleball? No, well, it's like frisbee golf, but it was with balls. Maybe is that a thing? Tetherball? No, it was like frisbee golf, but with is that a thing? Golf? It's like golf, it's like yeah. no, no. It's like you throw a ball. Oh, bocce. Maybe it's like bocce. It's oh, bocce. yeah, yeah, yeah. You throw a ball, and then you all try to throw the ball. Oh, oh. Lawn bowling or something. An Italian sport. We played a bunch of... bocce ball, you have to roll it, though. Yeah. We were, well, you we can throw it. Think... That's how they broke. <laughs> yeah, we broke it. We played... I thought you could throw them. We played basketball, apparently made some kid cry. But we played we played some basketball. Um, just sunbathed. Really a, f- a great day. I'm glad to hear it. Um, I, I wasn't aware of all the mayhem. I was like, you know, we're... You know, sometimes we're playing with the kids a little. We thought we were adding yeah. something to the pool, but was that the summer Zooey Mama like 
Was that summertime? Yeah, it must have been. It would have been, yeah. Had to be. After freshman year. Because yep. that was the crew. Yeah. Summer, summer of 2017. Yeah. yeah. I was going into a junior year. So that's just, that was just one day. But I worked <laughs> everything at that pool. Like lifeguard, maintenance, snack bar. There's all kinds of stuff. So this was a college job. This was, I worked here for six years. Oh, really? So it was a dynasty. I was the guy. <laughs> you know, Do you think they survived without you? No. People are drowning left and right. <laughs> All the kids. Did you ever have to jump in the pool to save somebody? No. Were you a lifeguard? Yes. Okay. A lot of divorced moms. Is that relevant? Yes. <laughs> they were hitting on you. Yeah. On everybody. Who was nice. slightly? The divorced moms. Oh. Kind of like yeah. in, uh, in Stranger Things. Haven't no, seen. she's not divorced. Don't no spoilers. Yeah, no spoilers. Oh, okay. Yeah, only if we've uh, all I'm seen. I'm gonna it. assume his mom's married. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Probably my m- most notorious moment in one, one quick story is one day on the snack bar. Uh, we were closing soon. Blah blah blah, and this little kid comes up. He was like three, and he just says, "Can I have two pieces of cheese pizza, please?" And there was only one slice of pizza. I felt so bad, like such a good kid, you know, ordering food. So I just cut the pizza in two slices, <laughs> charged him for two, put the other, put half of the money in my pocket, put the other half in the register, oh and we were all good to go. Oh my god. That's better than breaking the news to him that you want him. Right. It would have been devastating. I mean, this kid, like, he wanted two, he was a big boy. He wanted two slices of pizza. He got, <laughs> and he ate them both. Damn, big tummy. I wonder if he ordered two next time, and wasn't and, able to he, and no, he was yeah, he was flabbergasted that he had twice as much pizza. Yeah. That like, time. Man, I throw a lot. Yeah. <laughs> These pizzas, they just get bigger. That was just one of my jobs. The other job that I had, totally separate, caddy at the uh, Pittsburgh yeah. Field Club, which I nicknamed the Mercedes Benz dealership <laughs> because one in two cars was a Mercedes Benz, and that's truly like. A number that like they all just wanted Mercedes Benzes. It was a good time. Wow. Yeah. What did you do there? I I caddy. Yeah. The thing is, you just gotta take it when you're a caddy. (laughs) Like they say, hey, hey, you know, like which way is the wind blowing? Like, oh, I think it's blowing this way. No, it's not. It's blowing the other way. You're stupid. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry about that. My bad. You know. And then they go mess up. Ah, screw you. The wind was blowing the completely other way. Dude, like, you just suck, you know? <laughs> it doesn't matter which way the wind's blowing, if you just, you know, hit the ball into the water. <laughs> that was every time. Did they ask you for, like, advice, like, which club to use and stuff? Sometimes, like yeah. The thing about golf is... What do you know? I always knew, but, yeah. So, well, like, the thing is, like, like all sports, you have to work hard, practice, you know, you can't buy your way into being a good golfer. And these guys think that because they drive a Mercedes-Benz, and because they have like super nice, you know, Callaway clubs, and they have Titleist Pro V Elite balls, and blah blah blah, whatever, that they're good at golf, and they all suck, <laughs> and just like hey, hey yeah yeah, I mean, they all talk about how much they love golf until they start playing, <laughs> and then they just talk about how much they want to be done, and when they're done, they just talk about how much they want to play again, <laughs> and that is a forty thousand dollar membership right there. Oh my <laughs> Does the membership count for anything else, or is it just the golfing? Imagine you can get food. Well, it's a country club, right? Yeah, it's a whole experience. <laughs> I mean, you you are admitted into something greater than your own. You are a member of the Pittsburgh Field Club. It's a community. Right. 
It's a, it's a whole thing. And to get in is like impossible. You got to be like, your grandparents have already had to have been in. They admit no new members. Oh. Yeah, very, it's the stuff though. How did you get a job there? Were you, are you, you're not a member. Right. You can somehow, you have to pass a, a test, the caddy test. If you pass it, you're in. What's the caddy test? You, it's like a long, like multiple choice, like. Oh, it's what, a written test? Yeah, written test. Really? And it's like, what does it mean if the caddy, if the golfer like hits a fade? You know, what is a draw? Like name three things you should never do, blah, blah, blah. Like all this stuff. It's, it's okay. And then you caddy and you, the thing about caddying is it always goes one of two directions. First direction is your golfer is good. He's a nice guy. He hits the ball straight. As such, the game doesn't take that long. He's in a good mood. You're in a good mood because you can find the balls. He's happy. You know, he's probably beating up on his buddies. And then you get a great tip at the end of the day. The other alternative is he sucks. He hits it into the water. He hits it into the sand trap. Hits it into someone's backyard. It makes you go for it. <laughs> then the round takes all day because you know you, you got to you go until you make it in the hole. So you're out there in like the boiling sun. You know he's drunk, smoking cigarettes, throwing clubs, blah blah blah. And then he hands you like a twenty at the end. He's like, yeah, thanks. Like twenty bucks? No way. And then you got to go complain to the caddy master and finally get like fifty dollars. But it's either a great day or a terrible day. There's no in between. Do you get paid by the hour as well, or they just they give you whatever they want to give you? <laughs> no, no. I mean, like, because you work for the club. Does the country club give you an hour? No, you're technically an independent contractor oh allowed access oh. allowed to gain access at the club. And they so, really get around. This. And it's like all <laughs> under the table. Yeah, you don't so officially it, work there. You don't report to the IRS. So you depend on the generosity of right. these people hiring like donations. Caddy. They are donating. So they'll give you twenty <laughs> and then slip into their Mercedes Benz. So what would you say the average hourly rate was? I mean, usually you get like seventy-five for a round, maybe eighty. It's okay. been going up. It's usually pretty good. At around how how long? And it's like five hours for a round. Okay. okay. It's like so, fifteen. I it's definitely better than others, and that's tax free. You yeah. know, plus you get to be outside. That's nice. That's true. Make your own schedule. Well, what's this this deal with if you don't if they only give you like a twenty? Like you then can, you like, you talk to the, it? like yeah yeah who, who is this caddy master? Yeah. So interestingly <laughs> enough, the caddy master went to uh, Carnegie Mellon, and so I know him well. He went to CMU. Or Caddy Master University, as I call it. And he, and he was an English major. So that's what you can do with your English degree. You can become a Caddy Master. And work really hard for about half the year. And then in the winter, do nothing. Does, a, does Caddy Master pay well as a job? I have no idea. <laughs> what does he do? He uh, assigns which caddies to which golfers. That's it. That can't be it. That is it. That's like 10 minutes of work. <laughs> Not when there's like hundreds of golfers who all cancel and then, you know, you got to plan events. You got to make the golfers happy. You got to give them beer. You got to call the caddies, make the schedule. He's a very busy man. Is there, is there like a hierarchy of caddies where like, oh, like top tier caddies? Oh, oh like absolutely. There are guys, I'm like, there are 60 year old guys who are legends. They know everything there's to know. And, you get one of those guys, you automatically pay him like 200 bucks. They're that good. And then there's like the, the 
scum of the earth, you know, like those like high school freshmen who are who weigh less than the bag and you don't even know their name. It's like Jason or Jack or Jeremy or Josh or something. And Trust the J. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or you just call them champ, sport chief. <laughs> These are the kids who like, like they just disappear halfway through the round. <laughs> like they just quit, you know, they're not, they're not cut out for it. <laughs> so like I was usually somewhere in the middle. Uh, I did caddy for one notable person. He was the old Pirates general manager. Really? He was a terrible golfer. <laughs> yeah. He smoked about one cigarette for every shot he took. <laughs> he was, uh, like, not getting par. Did he tip well? No. <laughs> wow. So I guess, uh, is this, like, this coincide with your cross-country training at all in high school? I feel like all that time on your legs. Yeah. Yeah, well, so you can make your own schedule. And so I caddied like through, like I caddied this summer too. I've been doing it all the time. Yeah, yeah. And so I always just say like, oh, I'm available like after 10. And so I like go up, wake up, run, and then just go caddy. Hmm. So it's good like strength training, you know. Yeah. And you get a free hot dog. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Where do I sign (laughs) off? You take a test. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know anything about golf? I golfed with my friends in middle school. Like so we, would no. go, we would go to the Mount London golf course and just like tear stuff up. Nevillewood is over there. Hmm? Nevillewood? So. Is that a country club? Yeah. I mean, it's no, I, I only went to the Mount Lebanon golf course. And that thing is just like, I don't know, you pay like 12 bucks to go. And then you, it's like, I think it's only a nine hole. Probably if it's only 12 bucks. Yeah, and then we would just... Just go around. I mean, there's, you're not you're not gonna do much at in seventh grade golfing. I think we had I had one friend who was like actually a real good golfer, and like he was eventually on like our varsity golf team in high school, but like, other than that, we were just hitting balls around trying to eventually get into the hole. <laughs> like how much how much can like how much could I possibly drive with a driver, <laughs> like down the fairway? Probably about as far as you can throw the driver. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob, do you feel like? The, the golf industry is losing business to Top Golf. I think, you know the movie Happy Gilmore? Yeah. Like, I think it's getting, uh, golf is being exposed to a new audience, which is probably a good thing. By Happy Gilmore? Well, like, like in Happy Gilmore, With Top Go- it's like a new crowd. Oh, okay. You know, like some roughnecks and Top Golf. Top Golf is now approving to like younger people, maybe who don't have like all the money to afford a membership and they just want to have like two hours of fun. Instead of a whole thing, and like if you suck, it's okay. So it might eventually get them to go to a golf yeah. course. So it's like I, mean, I, don't, I don't think it's a bad thing. Hmm. So I haven't done it yet, but I want to. Do I you, think it's pretty fun, but yeah. Do you play golf a lot? I like to go to the driving range. Okay, that's basically the, what top golf is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the good thing about the driving range is if you hit a bad shot, I mean, only people people look at you weird, but it's it's. You don't have to play off that shot. I wouldn't say even that. You can like nobody cares. <laughs> nobody. Uh, <laughs> maybe oh, maybe you're driving. Maybe at the country different. club. The country <laughs> club. <laughs> yeah. So I, I like to just you know swing. That's about it. Swing for the fences. That's the <clears throat> yeah. What What would you say your favorite Golf sport to play is? My favorite sport to play is definitely football. That's what I wish that I did. Really? What position would you have played in? Wide receiver. <laughs> I would have gone to probably like Division Three, and been not very good, but I would have been cooler. 
<laughs> Instead, you were a Division Three cross-country distance runner. Yes. I think that's pretty good. Nothing cooler than that. I think you did all right for yourself. You could have played right? football, you know. I could have gotten homecoming. Like I would have been in the yearbook, blah, blah, blah. What do you think is not cool about being a cross-country runner? I don't know. Something, Wait, something about or? it just... Sour, yeah. sour taste in your mouth. <laughs> it's just like, oh, he's one of those, you know. Well, if you saw us, then I, I mean, I, I'd agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you were a football player, yeah, and we were also the same people, what would you think of us? A bunch of punk kids. <laughs> Wait, in college or high school? There's a, there's a big difference. Both. I think. Okay. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, man, I get out of my way. I gotta go drink a protein shake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what would what would your daily routine be like if you were a fo- if you were a football team? I have no idea. How would you know? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I probably would not wake up early and run every day. That is true. I would lift a lot. <laughs> That's it. And I would do like two reps, protein shake. Three reps, protein shake. <laughs> That's what they all do. Do you think you would eat more or less gaio? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. I have no idea. I think something would change there. Your diet would have to have yeah. to adjust. We have to I don't double. know. Guy's not like guy's not bad. It's good football food. Yeah, he a lot of football people. Yeah, he just needs more. The the Sunday more. morning guile crowd is pretty interesting, actually. Sunday morning. Say. Well, when do they when do you open? Like eleven. Ten thirty. Ten thirty. So there are people who eat like breakfast. Yeah, it's, and they actually have <laughs> eggs. Wait, get, really? Yeah, <laughs> in your burrito. Wow. They or just whatever. stop making eggs at a certain point. Yeah, they just. I feel like that would be pretty popular. It's too fresh. Yeah, everyone goes to Shats. I would love eggs in my burrito, like for dinner. Really? Yes. <laughs> I'll tell. Them. I Absolutely. would also love eggs in my burrito. Yeah. Well, burrito. depending on the price. I mean, if it's the same price as guac, yeah. no chance. But like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's definitely gonna be like a two dollar fifty for egg when yeah. like a carton yeah, of eggs costs like, like, like. I know how much they cost, and I <laughs> refuse to pay that much. <laughs> <laughs> you you should have a word with the man. I try. He just doesn't like. I don't know. He just doesn't get some things. Well, adding eggs would add like a whole step to the pro. Like you have to train people how to cook them and stuff. Like, oh, you have like, to train people how to cook eggs. You'd have yes. to like. <laughs> yes, you would. Well, to, to be fair, like the, the eggs aren't. I mean, he just pulls out a carton and just squirts it onto the grill, and then that's it. He doesn't like. Uh, I mean, they don't really. You'd have to cook it on the grill where they like cook everything else. I don't feel like they scrape that thing clean that often. So you're gonna get a bunch of like no. ran- random meat. You get what everybody's quesadilla was for the past <laughs> hour. <laughs> yeah, it's not like the exchange where like the grills are nice and clean for each 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 fresh sandwich. What's your opinion on the exchange, Jacob? Our our local Let's sandwich stop at our I'll say this much campus. I didn't go there very often. I I think the food was good. It just wasn't my thing. I've never been disappointed when I went there. I just it just wasn't my place. Was it that it's not enough food? Because I've heard that right now it's not enough. Yeah, food. it usually I would want more food after that. And I did like their breakfast, like their breakfast sandwiches. I thought were pretty good. Oh yeah, I agree. It's just the like somehow you can only get one for a block, and I it never worked for me. Um, but I I always liked the food that I got from there. The lines are usually very long when I wanted to go. It's even longer now. If you go yeah. when any class ends in the next like 15 minutes, it's yeah. it's packed. It'll be there. I mean, it's efficient. It might only take you 10 mm-hmm. minutes to get at the front of the line, but and considering how long that is, that's not that much. They're efficient, but yeah, the lines at the yeah. exchange. Are and the, the entrees I always thought were good. 
But maybe I would always end up going to a vending machine afterwards or getting snacks. But like I said, good quality food. I have nothing bad to say about them. Yeah, I like doing it for the people. Yeah, the people there. They work there great. Yeah, yeah. they're great. Yeah, you couldn't work in part time there. I'm not sure they need more people. Like they've. They're always. I, I saw we were hiring. Like, really? They're always trying to hire people. Mm. Yeah. Well, the B team shift. They, yeah, and their weekend like, crew is, is yeah. not the best sometimes. Yeah, if Jacob was the weekend crew. My God. I guess. I mean, the registers are pretty simple. You could do. Uh, you could do exchange for breakfast. And then oh, for lunch. <laughs> what happens if what if Jacob recreates Triple Threat, but he's working, <laughs> he's working at home, home, and then you work at Taste of India? For oh my gosh, <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> Block. <laughs> Drink. <laughs> That's half the reason I still care. <laughs> I know uh, Reed, who is a good friend of mine. Would love to go. We we did a big Taste Tuesday thing last Every semester. Day. Yeah, and uh, and Andrew, um, and uh, Wade as well. Um, and shout we would go. Yeah, shout out to all of them. Uh, Tuesday came twice a week, which was great. After Tuesday Thursday classes, um, so every time after that class, we hit up Taste, and those were our workout days. Uh, subsequently, and yeah, one of them like, was one of them. Sorry, one of them was Tuesday. Tuesday workouts were usually very hard, and we'd have Taste about two hours before. Um, and that much Indian food in your stomach, uh, two hours before a hard run, it was kind of difficult. <laughs> but we made it work. <laughs> Eventually, they became your strongest workouts. <laughs> they did. After that, like the first time, I remember, like, I think up until we started working out, I had to poop so bad, and like, I it, it, my stomach was like churning, and like I was cramping up. Like, I think the warm up, like. I was like making sure like the warm up like wasn't going fast enough like we were like going like seven like fifty pace wow. up the hill and I was like I feel terrible and then like you get up and start doing the K's on the oval and like everything's fine you have like some sometimes that like that tikka masala kicks in yeah like on the on the third the K. non bread you feel a bit of that non bread suddenly like hit your bloodstream yeah that was that was good stuff that got me through the cross country season it was it's gotcha yeah I've only gone once this semester. Just not the same without that crew, that taste too crew. Yeah. It's a shame. Well, yeah, I mean, the cheese cubes. Oh, the cheese cubes. Yeah, I was going to say that Reed loved ordering the cheese cubes. Not not by their real name, though. Yeah, just, Paneer. Just Paneer. They're called Paneer, but Reed called them cheese cubes. And the, <laughs> the guy, cubes and the cheese. Yeah, I mean, the guy, he knew what he was talking about. He's like, oh, the <laughs> he would say cheese cubes and be like, yeah, there you go. <laughs> and he'd give them extra cheese cubes every time. It was great. Get lost in the sauce. Yeah, they, they give a lot of sauce. Taste of Mini is all about the sauce. I've, I've yet to eat Taste of India and not get the sauce on my food. <laughs> <laughs> or on myself, I'm sorry. I, mean, uh, like, I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. What are you like, talking just, about? Like, even days later, like, oh, man. Got it on my shirt. Yeah. The only disadvantage is that Taste of India is in this in Resnick. And whenever you go into Resnick for more than 10 seconds, you're going to smell of, like... Bad food. Bad, of, like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I see you cafe for the rest of the day, yeah. and maybe for the rest of your life. I actively avoid Resnick because of the smell, and especially CMU Cafe. Yeah. And there's a large period of my life in which I would bike on top of CMU Cafe, and yeah, there's a really there's like miserable. a little like athletic area, like a workout area with the bikes and treadmills above the cafe, but still sharing. It's all not even f- closed off. It shares the right. same air. Like yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's just open, so all the all the like all the air and fumes just go up there, and it just smells like. 
Well, you're above the grill and everything. Yeah, it's yeah. just yeah. foul. It's just something that about that place. They just like need to knock it down. Like, there's no way they're gonna get the scent out. I think. Yeah, yeah and it, it's really bad. <laughs> it reeks of uh, of like you will after you work out there, you'll reek of bad food and yeah, absolutely and sweat and, your own sweat. and sweat. Not yeah. a good combo. No. Yeah. Although the milkshakes are well, they're milkshakes. Good. I mean, they're they're good. They're fine. Yeah. Nothing wrong with them. Um, but it was the most but, convenient place to bike. At times, so I, I would still go despite how terrible it was. And the bikes are decent. Yeah, I, I always that's my bike place of choice. I don't like the university center. I would yeah. use I would use. Do you the see someone like lot. come like mm. you like run for fifteen minutes and someone comes up to you and you're like hey they're like hey like I've been watching you, and you've hit your time limit on this treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> and then they they make they make you get off. Because, like, they're saying they're going to get the front desk. And then you watch them for their 15 minutes, proceed to jog for a minute, walk for two minutes, jog for a minute, check walk their for phone. two minutes. Like, check their phone. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, do, they're doing it. They're running at, like, four miles per hour and heaving. And then you, you knock them off again. Have you ever back. have you ever actually been, like, taken off? By I've been yeeted once. Really? And, and that's what happened when I, I just watched this guy. Like, Then you took it back? Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> that's I, great. I was like... <laughs> Even there's an open one. I'm like, your time's up, man. Busta. I mean, we've had, like, when it's really snowy, not very often, where, like, practice is, like, like they're like, it's too cold to run outside, it's too cold to go to pit in the indoor track, so, like, you guys are gonna have to do your workout on the treadmills in the UC. And, like, Soft. those... Those UC treadmills are can be fast. Like I did a workout where I was cranking on the treadmill at like five ten pace. But like <laughs> treadmill five t- treadmill pace isn't really as fast as you think it is. I think because like at a, at a certain point your legs are kind of just like leaving the ground and then the treadmill like flies underneath you <laughs> and you kind of like pop off. you just jump. There's like <laughs> I feel like running at like four thirty pace on a treadmill would feel kind of the same as like four fifty or something like that. Just because like. You you just have to not trip, and then <laughs> let the treadmill do the rest of the work. But I didn't I didn't push that. Sure. Yeah, I think I, I did like a tempo run. <laughs> like the, I've done a tempo with you before. on the on the like tra- side by side. on the treadmill. Yeah, yeah, it was Sometimes. illuminating. I don't know. Like I I guess it's 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 funny because you're just going ham, and then the guy next to you is doing his one minute on two minutes <laughs> off, like <laughs> looking on their phone too. Yeah, like I, it's and it's also strange to be doing a tempo and then watching CNN on the TV. Yeah. <laughs> it's like oh, like I wonder like uh, what's going on in DC while I'm literally dying. Gosh. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, I guess the UC. I haven't been so t- the Tepper building has uh, the new business building as of last year has like a workout room but I've never been they have a lot of treadmills it's I mean the investment to get there is way more than running to the UC or to Resnick so and uh, I can't imagine how people I don't, it'd be weird to walk through Tepper in like short shorts <laughs> just to get to that fitness building see people like eating food and you're just like doing business yeah you're <laughs> <laughs> Five percent is a crime, and you know it. <laughs> like, I don't like David Tepper himself is there, like with a bunch of like CMU, like board of trustee members, and like you're just dri- you're dripping sweat, like your nipples uploading are bleeding. Up <laughs> nipples are bleeding from the run, and like I don't know, walk by, bump into one of them, and soak their suit. Yeah. Tim, you look ready to go. I'm I'm late for uh, an important 
machining D. Uh, <laughs> one of those. Yeah, Tim, what else do you want to know? About you? Last, yeah. last chance. Uh, <clears throat> what's your favorite instrument? My favorite instrument? Musical instrument? Yes. The piano. Wow. That's my thing. Classic. I'll play you a song sometime. I want to... I thought I was going to play the... Uh, my live Star Wars music at the Stuka. <laughs> but it still never happened. I, I you know, would, like Duel of the Fates. It didn't happen last time? The asteroid field. You know, I just realized we didn't talk about Star Wars once this podcast. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, you, wow. You've ruined it. It's like, it might be the only podcast we've ever mentioned. <laughs> Which might possibly the biggest Star Wars fan I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, of course, now we're mentioning it. Jacob, why don't you give us a rundown of your favorite Star Wars moments? Uh, recently, my favorite Star Wars moment is my IMDb review. 30, I think 38 out of 60 people said it was helpful. It was a pretty good review of the, which, la- which the latest Star Wars movie. That sounds like a pretty bad percentage. It's pretty good. It's better than most of my other ones. <laughs> what, 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 what score did Lo- you get? You can, you can load, load it up load it up and read it, actually. I want to see it. Let's How do it. I find right. it? Go, IMDb, go to... <clears throat> just Google search. Um, you want me to just type it in? No, just tell, just tell me. Tell me. Okay, it's, type in Hal one word, and then college, all one word, uh-huh. IMDb. You should be able to see my thing. I found it. Okay. Remember, so three years, five months. Yeah. It's like most Ooh, you rated Parasite. You gave Parasite a five. You gave 1917 a five. I have strict movie things. <laughs> I, I have seen... Does it say how many movies I've seen? 840. Yeah. 840 oh ratings. That's, that's what I do with most of my life. Wow. Jacob, I'm unhappy about your rating for... Uh... I know you are. Uh, I'll read it right here. Star Wars Episode Nine. <laughs> the Two Rise stars, of, by the way. The Rise of Skywalker. Two stars for Rise of Skywalker. And that's out of 10. Let me see if I'm still recording audio. Okay, we're good. Somehow... All right, first, the title is, This Movie is an Abomination. Oof. All right, somehow, this movie is worse than The Last Jedi, which means The Force Awakens is the best in the series. The number of outrageous scenes is almost as high as Tommy Wiseau's... Is that Wiseau? Wiseau. The Room. Ray slides... Down a sand hill for fun. Poe kills a stormtrooper, gets shot, and then is fine. C-3PO gets his memory wiped, then restored. Poe is almost shot and helped by the same person in a few seconds. Chewie dies, but then comes back. Palpatine has been alive the whole time and somehow had a family. Kylo Ren almost dies, saves Rey, almost dies again, saves Rey again, but then dies for real. Don't worry, he gets in a good kiss with Rey. Oh, is there more? Not to mention the ridiculous dialogue. Trust me, I have a feeling. Save your money, save your time. What was the star rating on that? Two. Two out of ten. Two. Two how many ten? people said it was helpful? Uh, 38 out of 60. 30 out of 60. Okay, not bad. So yeah, I got a whole profile, you know. Yeah, there's a whole you've bunch of movies. A you've lot watched. of movies, wow. That's usually what I do on most days. Your Bumblebee rating, zero out of two people found that helpful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think my highest reviewed, highest commented one was Spider-Man Multiverse. Yeah, we're looking at that now. Yeah. 24 out of 81. Most people loved it, and I just didn't like that movie. Seems like you don't like a lot of movies. I, I think my problem is I don't like any new movies. They all just are not good. Have you seen a movie that's coming out in the last like year that you've really liked? <laughs> no. Like, what about like, like zero? Like Maybe like three years that you've really liked. I really liked Mad Max Fury Road. Okay. I really liked Arrival, and I really liked Get Out. Do you like? Okay, did I you like, like Parasite? Out. You gave it five. Yeah, I thought it was okay. What did you? What What did you think of Us? I feel like I might have talked to you. About I didn't see Us. You didn't see Us. Us is pretty good. I think it's not as good as Parasite. It's not nearly as good as 1917. My I, favorite movie of 2019, I think, was uh, it's called Sorry to Bother You, and it's about this telemarketer, this African American telemarketer. Oh, I, I think I've seen the trailer for that. And movie. he uh, 
he puts on this like white voice in the movie and like sells people and he like sells all these crazy products and at the end of the movie he realized the company he works for turns everyone into horses and then like then the movie ends it was pretty weird huh mm. seems That's like wild. you've rated the most movies from 2006 <laughs> yeah that was so a big, big yeah, year for I'm movies. looking at it's like your yeah there's all these stats that are pretty interesting so Jacob in no like particular order giving too much thought to it could you list off like rattle off like a short list of like the best movies sure uh, I mean the best movies you definitely got Pan's Labyrinth really great terrifying movie uh, District 9 I think is really really good um, Forbidden Planet which is from the 50s sci-fi movie, true classic. Um, I think a lot of the Christopher Nolan movies are good. I agree, you know, with all that stuff. Big fan of Arnold Schwarzenegger, like Terminator, Total Recall. You can even you can even go on here and look up movies that I've rated, and just look at like the tens, the nines, mm. the eights. You know, there's a bunch of them. Uh, Sorry. Big fan of like Jim Carrey. Top rated. Yeah. Stars episode five is your top rated. So what all you can do is give it a score. I don't choose like which one's higher or lower. Right, so it's just got a ten. So right. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of movies. People, Inception, you got people will be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I agree with Inception. Inception, Three Amigos, phenomenal movie. Batman. Where do you have Napoleon Dynamite? Phenomenal movie. <laughs> phenomenal movie. There you go. Yes, I, I don't care that. what anybody says. I agree with that. Phenomenal movie. I agree with that. <laughs> Wait, what is? Oh, so it's oh the green is your rating, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. I thought the, this one is. No, he can only do a base like. No, yeah. no, that's. Oh one. right. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so there's only begins. ten. All right. That's another thing. You think Batman Begins is better than The Dark Knight? So, I love The Dark Knight as much as everyone else. Okay. Like great movie. But Batman Begins, man. <laughs> Liam Neeson. You know? uh, okay. <laughs> it's so good. Lord of the Rings, yes. Yeah. The Two Towers. What else is on there? Do you have all the Lord of the Rings? Oh, wait. Yeah. I believe I went 10 8, eight for the three of them. Last okay. Samurai. That's a really good movie. Um, like Minority that. Report is also up there. Wait, Turn isn't me. The Last Samurai the one with Tom Cruise? Yeah. Did you see that? No. Oh, my gosh. It's a great... I like it a lot. It's sad. Yeah, it's sad. The Hills Have Eyes, probably my favorite horror movie. That's terrifying. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I don't really watch horror movies. (laughs) You rated Man of Steel from uh, 2013. That's one of my really good movies that not a lot of people enjoy. Yeah, I don't know about that (laughs) People hate it. People hate it. I think it's okay, but it's not great. Oh, yeah. If only, like, I, I mean... We're all just watching me scroll through uh, yeah. a like, like, list of things. Oh. So, like, was have you seen for a dream? For a dream? Have you seen that? I have seen that. Requiem for a, a Dream is dark. Yeah, it's dark. I, don't, I will never do drugs. Not that I would mm-hmm. normally. But, dude, I mean, it's messed up. That movie might be the most disturbing movie I've ever seen. Up there with, like, Clockwork Orange. Yes. It's dude, Clockwork Orange. I gave that a seven. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's. It's like, it's okay, but it's like, it affects you. <laughs> I was affected. <laughs> I'm affected. Probably, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that movie's messed up. Yeah, I love watching all movies. You know, I watch whatever. My only rule is I don't like watching movies with people. Hmm, so, true. that makes it kind of tough. Ruins experience. 
You know? What if you... Well, you'd rewatch movies with other people. Yeah, I could do that. But I'd rather just watch a new movie. Hmm. Interesting. That's a thing. You'd rather use your time. But I would watch The Room anytime. That's... (laughs) (laughs) There's only one movie that I have given one star... It's the room. <laughs> really? That's the only movie. That's you the only one star movie. movie. Not ten stars. Like yeah, I so it a ten. I, was, I decided whatever rating it got, it can only get a ten or a one. Yeah, it's the only thing that makes <laughs> yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a binary <laughs> movie because really, so you think of it as a number line, like ten on one side, one on the other. I think it's more of a circle, and the room is the singular entity that combines ten and one at the same time. It's like the Schrodinger's cat or whatever. Like it's dead and alive, and when you watch it, it has to like. Be a ten or a one, and so that's why the IMDb rating for that movie isn't that bad because so many people just give it ten stars because it's truly a masterpiece, <laughs> just of the wrong type. And so, like whatever movie that whatever rating it gets, it has to be alone. Like you can't have that and other movies getting the same rating. What do you think the story is behind the room? Like, so <laughs> I have a strong opinion. I believe in the year nineteen seventy or nineteen eighty, there was a guy named D. B. Cooper. Have you ever heard of him? He's famous. Not really, but anyhow, (laughs) he was on like a flight from like, I don't know, Chicago to like Houston or something. And he like stole a ton of money, like millions of dollars. And he parachuted out of the plane and they never found him. And I I believe that man became Tommy Wiseau. (laughs) (laughs) And then decided to create the room. Like, this, like think, here's the thing. This guy disappeared with millions of dollars. All of a sudden, Tommy Wiseau appears with millions of dollars with this, like, scaly humanoid figure. Like, he's probably altered by surgery. You know, he's like, you don't know if he's old, young, where he came from, where he's going. Like, the pieces fit together. So, look, D.B. Cooper, like, famous, you know, like, your parents probably heard of him. Big deal in the 70s, 80s, whatever. But, like, millions of dollars. Like, Tommy Wiseau, where'd he come from? He's supposedly, like, from Denmark, but also Louisiana. Like, he's scaly, you know. He's got a weird accent. He doesn't, don't his accent know, is, like, don't even know Croatian <laughs> and cyborg, exactly. you know. And he makes this movie. But, right. Yeah, he what was he this. trying to accomplish by making this absurd right. movie? I mean, you can see the Disaster Artist, which is a good movie. But, no, like, we can't understand what, what happened. Uh, and, like, I'm thinking... So, if you took... You know, best at like Tom Hanks, right? Great actor. Like Meryl Streep, great actress. Steven Spielberg, all the best people, and said, make a movie worse than The Room. They couldn't do it. How, how would you? How would it be worse than The Room? It would be a bad movie, but it wouldn't be as disastrously bad as The Room. Well, because it would be like attempting to be bad, and that's the whole point. That's the whole that point. It's, it's not, yeah. Exactly. Tommy Wiseau really just had no idea what he was doing. I think, I think he. Yeah, I think maybe he had too good of an idea. And somehow, I mean, think about it. Like if aliens watched humans for like two weeks and tried to guess how they operated by making a movie, it would be like The Room. Yeah, I, I agree with that. <laughs> oh, who are you? Takes off sunglasses. Oh, hi. It's my favorite customer. You know? Hi, doggy. <laughs> you know, like, usually, like, if you recognize, you know, your friend with sunglasses on, that's normal. The <laughs> sunglasses aren't that, you know, conspicuous. And, like, some guy falls down from playing football and apparently dies. I don't know, while wearing a suit. <laughs> That's what people do. I mean, the number of things that happen in this movie are crazy. I love when, they, when they're on the roof and the, the guy's a gun and they just take him to jail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you know what that character's name is? 
He's always oh, referred oh, I to. Know in the, <laughs> he's always it's referred to in the movie as Chris R. Chris R. Yeah, that's right. Oh, hey, Chris R. Do you call me Jacob H? <laughs> no. <laughs> you know. <laughs> the kid. What was the kid's name? Denny. Denny, who always just runs in with the so, uh, with Tommy and his girl. Like, hey guys, can I watch? <laughs> like, Denny, three's a crowd. <laughs> three's a crowd, Denny. <laughs> who I was he? just kidding, anyway. <laughs> who is he? He's a very troubled, aged, decrepit tween. I don't know. <laughs> what, I, like, is he related to Tommy? <laughs> no, he just lives downstairs. <laughs> but, but the scene with Chris R. Like, so he's like. Yo, where's my money, Denny? You know, this guy's a good actor, by the way. Like Chris R. <laughs> Only good actor. Where's my money, Denny? Like, uh, it's coming. Like, it'll be here soon. Like, money doesn't just come, you know. And then the people come. Chris R. has a has a gun or a knife or whatever. And Tom Wiseau and Greg Sestero just like take him to jail and come back in five minutes. Like, you, you don't just go to jail and say, this man's a criminal, and then walk out. That's not how it works. So that's what they did, and it worked. And it worked. And then Lisa's mom, of all things, says, what do you even need money for, Denny? <laughs> what does anyone need money for? Like, like, money can be used in exchange for goods and services. You know, does anything. But, by the way, Lisa's mom is breast cancer. You know. In, in real life? life? It was just dropped? No, no. In the no, movie. In the movie. movie. It was just okay. like midway through the movie. <laughs> By the way, I have breast cancer. I don't even remember. <laughs> and then they never remember. <laughs> I got the test results back. I definitely have breast cancer. <laughs> so yeah, it's just one of the all-time greats. You know, you gotta watch it. Yeah, I highly recommend it. Although there is a lot of uh, nudity. Just yeah. a warning. Just in random parts for like four minutes at a time. But if you somehow longer, miss the first yeah. section... You will see it again later in the movie in its entirety. <laughs> As Tommy Wiseau insisted that a scaly butt be shown. <laughs> As he apparently humps Lisa's head. <laughs> I gotta say, the choreography in those scenes not very good. It's like a beautiful day outside, then they start making love, and it's just pouring rain. <laughs> I don't know why they do it. Alright, but... The thing is, like, I didn't watch that many movies until I watched The Room. And then after I watched The Room, all movies just became not The Room. And, like, they all became great. <laughs> because, like, wow, they actually used the same actor for the same character the entire time. Like, what a great idea. <laughs> like, they actually have, like, a beginning, a middle, and end. And, like, you know, they have a script and a budget and, like, all these normal things. Wow, I love a budget for the the room. It, it had a lot of money. It yeah. came from Tom Wiseau's pocket, which yeah. was D.B. Cooper, stealing all this money. Yeah. Dude, you got to look this guy up. Like, he just, no one ever heard of him again. Yeah, he just jumped off a plane. No body, no nothing. It's amazing. I think that's a good way to end it. Yeah. yeah. No body, no nothing. <laughs> Take it away, Eddie. He, That was a nice fade.